Ready? Do you just load? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Actually, nice. loading was grabbing it. That would have been making ready. Classic. Thank you. Welcome to Nerdy Thursday with possible construction background noise. How weird was it hearing my voice last week instead of yours? Not weird. No? It was weird. It was weird. It was weird doing But I was expecting it. Everybody else thought it was weird. Yeah. The world was big and cruel and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad. Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds. And they left the gray old square world behind. Welcome, everybody, to Nerdy Thursday. We're your two hosts, Sean and Mitch, and we're just a couple of guys that like beer, games, and nerd culture in general. My name is Sean, and with me, as always, well, except for last week, is Mitch. What's up, dude? Most ways. <laughs> uh, a bunch, dude, but we're going to get into it later. Okay. I took a trip. You said that. I was going to talk about why I was gone last time. Yes. Uh, you took a trip. Yes. We can get into that. Okay. We got beers like we always do, uh-huh. but I'm too excited for this Okay, because I got it before I left and oh, we've been able to link up. You're over here holding that package, uh, which is actually a box. Don't talk about my dick dog like that. <laughs> uh, ready to rip that baby open. So, uh, Oh, there's a pop. Yeah, I got it. Nice. Got it good. Ooh, you know what? We actually, who's this from? Oh, I thought you were just going to say. This is from... Number one undisputed fan, Stephen Michael. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Whoop. Ooh, it's, we got a Johnson game. Yo. Fuck that guy. What is What did Johnson this? give us? Bam. What is that? This is Dodgeball. Okay. Did super, he change his name? Is that Super Dodgeball? Super Dodgeball for the NES. Oh, shit. We also have a baseball in here. Steven Johnson. I fucking love it. I don't know who that is, but that's the most generic name ever. I love it. <laughs> baseball for the NES. I, I, I don't think Chef's I've ever played this. Or What's the catcher. That? Chef is the umpire or the catcher. Are you saying that just because he's black? Yes, but he's also wearing a red shirt and he's got a white hat. <laughs> that's or that's just the That's base. not even a hat. That's home plate. Whatever. <laughs> I know you've always wanted one of these bad boys. I have literally never seen one of these in real life. I know. I'm touching one for the first time. Holy, you touched it before me. Touched for the very first time. Um, holy shit. Also, I've got, I apologize. I... It's bubble wrap. <laughs> Gotta. You know how many people you just gave PTSD to? <laughs> <laughs> triggered their PTSD. I don't know if he's listening in the ghetto. <laughs> Just in their car. Full over. <laughs> uh, so what I've got in my hand, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago in the triple threat. I've got a four score in my hand. We uh, I, w- Did we bring up what? Um, a Nightmare on Elm Street, I think. Yeah, I think you said that Possibly, one. and we talked about how that's a four-player game on the NES. Uh, Mr. Stephen Michael uh, from Facebook, Undisputed, number one fan, um, had one of these laying around yeah. in his basement. And he's like, you guys want it? I mean, I never turned something like that down. Exactly. And I am so fucking amped right now. I cannot wait to get, like, four people over. I don't know if this works with my pie, but if I have to pick up a copy, like, a... Like a legit copy of Nightmare on Elm Street to try this out. 
so game. Yep. So game. I cannot wait. Cool. So this is fucking awesome, and um, there's buttons everywhere. Yeah, don't break it. Put it down. This feels like one of those new, uh, like, fidget uh, things. Yeah, the fidget clickers. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's amazing. For baseball, super dodgeball, and uh, and uh, the four score. I, I've never played super dodgeball, but I heard it's pretty good. And it also says do not store in extreme temperatures, and I've never seen that on the top of a label. Well, I'm glad that I it's got it weird. into the house and then over here. Yes. Yeah, with the quickness. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, thank you so much again, guys. If you uh, want to give to send us anything, feel free to reach out to either one of us on Facebook. Uh, we don't have a PO box, and I don't feel cool just giving out my address. On yeah, I'll the give air. Sean your address because I ain't giving it to you weirdos. <laughs> so just reach out to us on Facebook. Um, that was really awesome. Thank you again, uh, Mitch. What are you drinking today, my man? I am drinking. A night shift brewing and magnifying brewing collaboration. Shit, where's that from? Pennsylvania? Night Owls from Everett, Mass, and Magnifies out of New Jersey. Didn't tell me where. Okay. Because I think that's the secondary one. It's called Two Straws. It's a double IPA with peach, pineapple, vanilla, and lactose sugar. Oh, peach and pineapple. I don't know how I feel about that. Every sip I take... It's hitting a different part of my tongue, and it's making it a little funkier each time. Like that time, I got a really big hit of the vanilla, where I think before I was getting more of the peach. So I really depending on the sip is where I'm going to give this the bottle caps. Like that sip God. was really good. God damn. The other one wasn't as good. It's a okay. very complicated beer. It, that is super complicated. I legitimately just took a sip of that, and over the course of like 10 seconds, I tasted everything I labeled. Like, like yeah. Five different things. Like, it's got the perfect vanilla aftertaste yeah. to kind of, like, smooth everything out because vanilla is so smooth. Um, but I, I couldn't quite place my first taste. I couldn't tell if it was the peach or the pineapple. Uh, but it's, it's really good. I'm going to give it a four. I would agree with that. That's really good. Heck, yeah. I am drinking a Fathom IPA. Uh, this is coming out of Ballast Point. Uh, brewing company this is in san diego and it's a six percent um isn't there another one here yeah yeah here i'm not gonna have you sip mine uh because i barely touched that and i have a head cold wow okay well (laughs) i guess i'll drink a second beer while we're recording (laughs) in addition to this cool man hashtag winecast (laughs) oh that's kind of nasty is it because it's lukewarm yeah okay uh, I'll drink that first. Yeah. <laughs> when it's cold, I would definitely give this a 375. It's one of my go-tos. Anytime I go to a store and I'm not sure what to get, I always look at what they have for Ballast Point because mm-hmm. I feel like they're super consistent across the board. And uh, this one also doesn't disappoint. Coming in at 6%, it's not a heavy hitter, but you can drink four or five of them feel pretty good. Cool. I like it. Two straws is 8.1%. Did I say that? I don't know. Uh, you did not. Maybe you did. I wasn't listening. But, um, it doesn't taste like an 8.1. Yeah. The so balance vanilla. point definitely tastes stronger. But, yeah. I mean, that's just the beauty of these, like, uh, these craft beers that no one's really heard of, like, th- that are really good. Mm-hmm. They can pack a lot of punch into a light flavor. And hopefully they take off. Yeah, buddy. So, yeah. 
Did you pull up the phone calls yet? Uh, I didn't. Did you want to talk about phone calls first, or did you want to talk about the trips? No, we'll talk about phone calls, but I got this thing that I want to bring up, and um, sure. perfect opportunity while you're pulling this up. I okay. sent, like like they, uh, the listeners know, I like to send you random words stringed together. Yes. So you can remind me what to talk about, or I remember what to talk about. Yes. But I don't really give you a very clear direction of why I'm telling and you these not things. Not like literally... One time you sent me a message that this is, I swear to God, what it said. Out of nowhere. Wrestler dream. There you go. That is all you sent me. I'm like, huh? And you're like, just remind me. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Did I ever talk about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. we came out, we yeah, had our yeah, own yeah. entrances yeah. and stuff. Dude, that was like 40 <laughs> episodes ago. Yeah. So I had to ask. <laughs> but it's like legit. But like halfway through that? the week, you will just send me something fucking super random and just be like, no, I'm not telling you. Just remind me. <laughs> but you said that, and I remembered exactly the dream. So that's why I was yeah. like, did I talk about that? Because I can talk about it now if I have to. <laughs> it which, would fit with today's show. Which is why I send you these things throughout the week. Fucking hilarious. So this Sunday was Easter, yes. and we get together as a family, and we have a big brunch and stuff. And that's going to tie in a little bit to what I'm about to say. But you know how whenever somebody comes goes by with a big truck... It sounds stupid. Small wiener. Small, small wiener. Yeah, yeah. So everybody always says, and we talked about this a few weeks ago with Love Master <laughs> Brian here, that there is a dick-to-car ratio. <laughs> okay. So people who drive the big trucks have a small wiener. Yes. Logo Master Brian brought up the fact that he had a big wiener because he drove a Mini Cooper. Yes. He no longer does anymore. Okay. Fucking spoilers, you oh, dickhead. Never mind. I lied. <laughs> he still has it <laughs> so anyway back to Easter Sunday when we all hung out as a family <laughs> this motherfucker comes rolling down Graham Street that doesn't beep or anything just rolls down the window he's like hey hey <laughs> driving this brand new like 500 miles on the son of a bitch longest trip he's taken in it so far to Graham's house badass white Camaro yeah it's sexy the first thing that goes through my mind is how does dick get so small? <laughs> I, th- I thought once you got old enough, once you, your body stopped changing. Listen, I did hear that there's a phrase. If you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> I want to say that he's only half using it. No. And it's halfway gone. All right. <laughs> As it's shrunk, his taste of car has gotten much bigger. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to rag on a guy that does so much stuff for us, but we were just talking about it. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. He actually brought... Didn't he bring that up on the show that he was looking at a new car? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so and it's badass. Not- I can't wait to take a ride in it. I asked yeah. him when he's taking a road trip. Oh, that's he, he doesn't know when yet. That's fucking awesome. Uh, Nerdy Thursday road trip. Sounds pretty good. Right. I like it. I do have a phone call pulled up. This is the first... Oh, no. Never mind. This one's from Fishlips J. Dear God. I love your face. Your shirt is ridiculous. It's so comfortable. <laughs> Let me feel that. It's just... That literally feels like sandpaper. Not on the inside. <laughs> Hi, you ready for this? Yeah. What's up, Dirty Thursday boys? It's Fishlips J. Yeah, Fishlips and J. It's, it's the same name. It's all the way through. Fishlips J. Yep. Anyways, I was just calling because I was just listening to your new episode. That sounded for some reason like Experience Grand Podcast, but I can't tell the difference to you guys anyways. 
Uh, um, excuse me? That sounded super racist. <laughs> what do you mean, you guys? Yeah, all you podcasters are the same. <laughs> Fucking rude. <laughs> Walmart, so I'm not at work, and my call sounded super shitty on that one, so hopefully it sounded a little better at this one. You sound amazing. And I was just at Walmart, and have you ever noticed how they never seem to have enough of those fucking electric carts for e- people that have eaten themselves into obesity like what the fuck man they don't have enough fucking carts in the world to fill up a walmart with those things god damn but anyways i was going through the checkout lanes and i saw this girl and i was like damn look at that ass oh she's got a real good looking body and then she turns around and looks at me like holy fuck butterfly does not describe this shit. Like, goddamn, it's like a nuclear bomb went off in her cheek. Jesus Christ. Anyway, that was that was actually kind of me. I feel bad about that. So, anyways, I walked out the store. I stared at her butt the whole time, even though I knew it was going off in the front part. So, anyways, uh, I'm glad I won the contest. That was really random. Cause I've only seen Wild Wild West once. Goddamn. Um, but I don't really steam, so you guys can keep those codes. Uh, I don't know. You can come up with something else. Surprise me. Bye. Oh, yeah, let's get his address. We'll surprise him. (laughs) Yeah, send us that address. uh, (laughs) Private message. There is three things that I took from this call. Okay? I can't can't wait. First one, he said he farted. Yeah. Okay? Uh, Second one, the carts. And third one, the chick with the ass. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with the first one real quick because this happened today. I was just at the bank literally half an hour ago. And I'm sitting there getting changed for work. And sitting in the chair, and this older gentleman is just kind of leaning over the counter, his back to me, his ass kind of facing me. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker ripped ass right in my face. Perfect. Like, I was sitting, he was standing. He ripped <laughs> ass in my fucking face. There's a siren, and I tasted it. Mm. I tasted what do you have this for breakfast? man. I do not know, but I tasted this 40 to 60-year-old man's ass. Just want to share that. Nice. Part two. Uh, scooters. I firmly believe if you go to Walmart and you get out of a car, there should be one of those motorized scooters waiting for you at your door. Because every time I go there, I don't see anyone under 300 pounds. Maybe, okay. maybe like 200. Maybe two people. Me included. So one other person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like that's a necessity. Just put them by like where you park. Third one. I completely, completely can relate to what he just said because as my brother and I were driving through Florida a couple days ago, of course I'm driving and I'm coming up on this this chick and from behind, just smoke show, right? Mm -hmm. Looks amazing. Fucking just barely turns. Got to be 55 years old and a crackhead. Absolutely. It was like, it was so bad. And my brother straight up called me out. He's like, weren't you just checking her out? <laughs> That's what doggy style was invented. Dude, that is fucking false advertising. How you got to do that? Like, you should be forced to wear a shirt that says, I'm a train wreck. <laughs> That's what it says on the back? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy this. <laughs> the reverse is worse. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, so, yeah. That's that's what I gotta go from that. Do you have anything you wanna no, you, add to these calls? No, that was good. <laughs> have you had any moments like that where you saw some check from behind and you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, turns around? Have you ever had one of those moments where you saw a check from behind and you're like, 
all right. Turns around, it's actually a dude with just super long hair, wearing like girl clothes. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Definitely fucking, not. You're a fucking liar. But anyway, you're. <laughs> so you know how on Tinder, MySpace, basically the internet. Yeah. Chicks have that angle they take pictures at. Did you just mention MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> no one said that word in ten years. I love it. Hi, <laughs> Stephen Michael. So, <laughs> so anyway. So they have that angle that they always take pictures yeah. on, so they look great. Yeah. Yeah. Top-down angle. Yeah, definitely run into that now and then. But you know what that used to be? Go on. The drive through angle. What do you mean? Because like you, you're looking down at them? Well, kind of, depending on what you drive. Uh-huh. But even, like a drive through you can see just the, the top portion. So you're like, yeah, yeah. you pull up to the drive through to give change, and you're yeah, like, yeah. that's a good-looking girl. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's where the rest of her is. <laughs> How is there even room under that steering wheel? Jesus Christ. That's super rude. Uh, as you guys may have heard, I did just pull up a call from Stephen Michael, uh, and I'm going to start it right now. It is a two-parter, so... Yes! Uh, give me some time with that. And play. <laughs> Jesus. How this is the first call for a minute 45 seconds <laughs> this motherfucker's got some lungs on him Thursday. 21 seconds new time to beat today to talk about further time uh again that sucks you were absolutely right i made it to the third level one time around 68 points jesus and then Pretty much immediately died in my last life when I got there once. It was pretty sad. Yeah, I'm mad. I think my high score was 8450. I got 8400 and some other low 8000 scores, but overall, eh. But half hour play, can't do it anymore. Moving on to Jackal. Uh, I'm not around with a little bit, but I'm working Monday, Tuesday, so I really don't have time to get too much planned before you guys record. However, I'm coming for your high scores, just know that. Uh, also, Mitch, I love to play in the movie, dude. I think it'll be fucking sweet. No fat suit required. I, uh... What a doll. You fucking lying asshole. This motherfucker down in Louisville... You know what I'm saying? In the, oh. two, in the two weeks? Yeah, he goes, oh, I, I've let myself go, right? And, like, jack to the gills, making everybody look like a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to do there, I, I'm sure. Jesus. <laughs> and he's coming after our high, high scores that we put up in a half an hour. Hmm. 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 Yeah, let me get some time into it, too. Right? God damn. All right. I'm up for that curve. i do what I got to do to fill the rule. It would be an honor. <laughs> Anyways, all in all, finally all caught up on everything. Absolutely hilarious. For anybody who did not, go back to Earl and finish uh, Go past the end credit um, dialogue. You will be very happy. Anyways, keep up the good work, gentlemen. Talk to you soon. Keep it nerdy. A little bit of that broke up at the end. I couldn't really tell. Maybe it was something to RC Pro-Am 2. No, it got quiet, but he said if you didn't listen to the after end credits of Subjective Quiz 2, do that. I don't remember. Me neither. (laughs) <laughs> he said it was funny though. <laughs> <laughs>
Like, I don't remember who I said would play me in a movie. Did oh. I say Kevin Bacon? Young Kevin Bacon? I always look like Kevin Bacon. Dude, it's not me. Everybody else says I look like Kevin Bacon. I, I prefer the older Pete, like I said. Oh, yeah, you did say that. I actually prefer that one, too. Uh... Yeah, if you guys haven't listened to our Triple Threat episode that included Jackal, Burger Time, and RC Pro-Am, I highly recommend going back and listening to it. That's my personal favorite episode we've ever recorded. Well, that's because we started using the whiteboard we don't talk about, and (laughs) it worked a lot better than normal. Jesus. And I'm glad to see you and Shane used it last week. Oh, yeah, dude, it 100% makes the flow of the show so much fucking easier. Like, I see a lot of people using iPads and stuff, mm-hmm. but there's just something about a big-ass whiteboard that's just fucking full of information that everyone can go off of. And it fucking worked out fantastic. I'm so amped about that. Uh, but he did call back almost immediately right after that, and he said, well, where'd it go? I hope he gives us the same intro. Yeah, just hey. Steve from Facebook. Call him back real quick because I forgot to say... One important part of my goddamn title. That's the fact that I'm the number one undisputed fan. I think the lack of oxygen of uh, my extended intro from the last voicemail kind of fucked me over. So, yeah, undisputed. Later, boys. God damn it, Michael. Why well, you got to post on Facebook? There he Stephen Michael's call. So rude. <laughs> I think he got the point across in the second one, though. Oh, yeah. So that 21 second, hey was pretty impressive Mm -hmm. um so guys thank you so much for calling uh that's great please continue trying to come for our high scores that we set in about 20 25 minutes because i will go back and i will beat your high score unless it's in burger time because i don't want to touch that trash fire with a 10-foot pole now uh thinking about that you did say while we were playing that um when we were talking about Burger Time, you talked about, like, what if it was updated and mm. it came out as a port? I would love to, like, as we play old games, talk about, like, what if it came out right now? Like, updated. Would you play it? Oh, like the things that we could change? Yeah. Because like, you know Jackal would be a 3D game now. 100%. That'd be 100%. Sick. Now, you can actually do Jackal along the lines of, like, Diablo. Yeah. Which I think would be pretty sick. Looks very similar, but like that, you know, 3D rendered kind of graphics. And I think RC Pro-Am would be so much fucking fun. Like, RC Pro-Am is a game I would play right now, mm-hmm. any day. With the Rocket League cards? Rocket League cards, whatever. Like, keep the same perspective. Mm-hmm. Don't even care. Let me play against people online. Mm-hmm. Make that shit competitive. Mm-hmm. I would play that nonstop. Cool. Like, nonstop. So... Yeah. Well, we made it through the calls. Guys, if you want to leave us a message, feel free to give us a call at 413-418-0076. It goes straight to voicemail, so don't worry about anybody picking up. Yeah, don't worry. Brian's going to (laughs) call. What? I said, don't worry. Brian's going to call. When? As soon as he hears what we talked about. What's he talked about? His Uh, small dick? Yeah. How's how's Wiener got small? (laughs) How's Ding Dong's change size? (laughs) Uh, so yeah, give us a call. Again, that's 413-418-0076. Um, so now that we're through the calls, I just want to ask you, why were you gone last week, dude? Because, uh, to sound very cliche and lame, my girlfriend's amazing. (laughs) I don't think that's cliche or lame at all, because from what I heard, that's going fucking out of the way 
to be fucking awesome. Yeah. So, um, you see right here, we're not supposed to talk about, it says lies, and I heard you say that earlier. Uh, yeah. This is how it starts. Um, I get told a couple days beforehand, hey, or I don't can't remember if it was the day before or two days before. Okay. It was the day before. Sure. Oh, uh, I volunteered to go get an ambulance in Albany tomorrow. Sure. So we got to leave at 530 in the morning. Okay. And I go, we? <laughs> She's like, yeah, well, I'm going to drive out there. I'm going to drive the ambulance back, and then you're going to, you know, have to drive the car back. Right. And I said, well, that's that's super lame. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Thanks for volunteering I, I guess, me. I guess we will. <laughs> yeah. So we get in the car at 530 in the morning, and... Get to Albany, Jesus. and she yeah construction noises, <laughs> and she starts taking all Sounds these like turns. Goddamn bomb of where we're not going. Yeah, and then goes, oh hold on a second. While she's driving, like reaches back, pulls out some papers, uh, rips off the top, and hands them to me. He's like, make sure I'm going the right way. Yeah. So directions directions to Philly. Okay. And she, but before she does all that, she goes. So I'm pretty sure you know we're not getting an ambulance. And mm-hmm. I went. How the fuck am I supposed to know that? <laughs> we're still like, because we were still just about at Albany. Yeah. And she's like wearing part of her uniform. Like she committed to the act. And I was just like, why would okay. I, why would I know that? Okay. So then we start heading south. Uh, driving to Philly is ridiculous. Uh, she has never been on 95. If anybody is on the East Coast and goes up and down any part of 95, you know yep. it's basically trash all yeah. the time. Yeah. No fucking traffic. No cars, no problems. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that between here and uh, if you take 87, like you shoot over to Albany and then down, mm-hmm. $45 in tolls to get to Philly. That's retarded. Very. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. You could probably have both bought tickets to Philly. Well, that's a little, that's a little excessive, but... Well, you say that. Maybe on a bus. <laughs> so... Yeah. Anyway, did that. Finally get down there. Uh, we're in Philly, and she wants to go to this museum of all these medical oddities because she's a paramedic and wants to see all this crazy, creepy shit. Yeah. It was pretty cool, though. Yeah. They had your typical uh, fetuses in jars. They had a giant colon. They had a huge skeleton. Um, they had faces with syphilis that were, like, completely gone. This sounds like a horror thing. Yeah, basically. But it was pretty neat. They had this, they call her a soap lady. Okay. She was just kind of fat and got mummified just because how fat she was. That's weird. Yeah. Very. I know a lot of fat people and they haven't started to mummify. Well, no, they're, whatever. So, <laughs> um, then they had like a whole fairy tale section and science. So they kind of blended the two together of how realistic some of the stuff was. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Like stuff you see in movies and fairy tales, like um, like ailments and shit? Yeah. Okay. Oh, like um, look, Rapunzel, having the long hair. Okay. There's a real, there's a real disease. People grow hair Sleeping like that. Sleeping Beauty? Uh, not so much that one. Okay. So we went there. That was pretty neat. Then we were only in Philly for a short time. Uh, this was basically just a pit stop. Well, the real surprise was... Still in the works and, you know, at work. Um, so we went to this place called Cleaver's for lunch. Okay. Philly cheesesteaks, of course. Okay. Uh, we wanted to go to Pat's or Gino's, but it was an hour walk. Jesus Christ. From the museum. And we had parked, like, yeah. 10 minutes from the museum. How were the cheesesteaks? Well, so we walked a big circle, yeah. went back to there for lunch, and they were fucking amazing. God damn. So I take it you guys ordered them correctly? Well, she... Well, that's why we didn't go to Pat's or Gino's either. 
This place, you got to just circle the ones you wanted. Oh, you like didn't if you wanted that, to or, they, or they had a menu. Okay. And she like just got like one off the board. Okay. And I made my own. Okay. Because they didn't really have anything I wanted with cheese whiz. What so did I, you make? It was just a like a prime prime ribs shave steak, mm-hmm. uh, cheese oh. whiz, and banana peppers. <laughs> like that was it. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, I was like, sweet. <laughs> that was pretty fantastic. And then we got garlic parm I'm fries. Like a roll. Yeah. Okay. But you would have gotten the one she got. It was like the hot motherfucker or something. <laughs> it had like sounds like something. Yeah, I'd order. super spicy relish. Uh, some sort of sriracha aioli. Okay. And then. Damn. I, yeah, like I think cheese, more hot though, peppers. Right? Yeah, cheese, of course. Oh, okay. Cheese and steak. God yeah. damn, there's so nothing delicious. better than like cheese and super hot shit. Yeah, this is great. And beef. Yeah. So because I took a bite of it, it wasn't that bad, but yeah. you'd probably want some more stuff on it. Yeah. So then we get okay. to the hotel, which is uh, right outside Hershey or in Hershey. Okay. And uh, is this where you were staying? Was yeah, like in for the Hershey? Night. Yeah. Okay. So we went upstairs and she pulls out this little box. For, like, a gift for my birthday. Yeah. It's got paw prints on it and a little dog tag on the inside because she was trying to make me think she was getting me a dog. I knew yeah. she wasn't going to get me a dog. <laughs> so, so she's all butthurt because I don't act surprised. Listen, don't uh, don't get Brock jealous. I know he's listening to the show. Uh, you're already dog. Yeah. Yeah, so. We also <laughs> go back downstairs to go get this dog. Mm-hmm. And my best friend from the Marine Corps is in the hotel lobby. And, like, I was looking for him as soon as we walked in. Like, I'm not dumb. We're heading southwest for a reason. It was pretty far for him to travel. I didn't know he was, like, traveling for work. Yeah. So I didn't know he was actually there, but we were going in the right direction. Yeah. So I was waiting to see that. So we got downstairs. Like, I jumped right on him. Then we just started crushing beers. Like, okay. in Hershey is Trogues. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) Apparently they get no butter when you say trogs down there, so it is trogs. <laughs> trogs and rogues, let's yeah, go. So got a flight there and then pounded another tall boy. Yeah. Then we went to some small ass like Queech uh what's the place on Queechy Lake that we just got the pizzas at? The, yeah. The backwater so, grill. Yeah, yeah. yeah, places just like that. Fucking small time, little area. They had signs on the bar that said no swearing, please, and all sorts of that. And we were like, fuck we're going to eat dinner and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and they're like, that's your one. <laughs> Do so, they have a swear jar? No. Oh, wasted opportunity. Right? They should they just like it. say no swearing and have a swear jar. Yeah. So we fucking... hung out there, had dinner. Then we went and shot pool at this other rinky-dink place. This place's bathroom wasn't even like working. They had a Whoa. porta potty out back. For, for the dudes, girls' bathroom still worked. This porta potty was to the brim. Like by the time I like I got done pissing in there, and like the the last like right before we left, while I was pissing in there, it started to leak over the top, and I was like, "Well, I'm glad I'm done here." Jesus Christ! Or At that point, I, I would have just been like peeing in the parking lot. I identify as a chick. <laughs> I'm using this bathroom. Wow. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> so we hung out there. I have no shame. Yeah. We almost got in a fight because the guys who were playing pool, like, opposite of us, mm-hmm. we got our asses kicked. Yeah. Uh, these guys were pretty good. They had gloves and all their dumb shit. But oh, they were my God. Sitting, it's like playing Timmy. But they were sitting at the bar. They uh-huh. weren't even near the pool table. So yeah. it was taking, like, six minutes per turn, and we are like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Because, like, you take your shot, they they're at the bar just sitting. Well, no, because then we lost, and they were playing with their friends that mm-hmm. were sitting at the bar. And it's like... You're just going to take six minutes to walk around the table, smoke a cigarette, drink your beer, and then come back? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? 
That's obnoxious. So, like, me and him are ready to crush beers and play pool. Yeah. <laughs> like we used to. And it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. So then we're trying to, like, decide where we're going, but it's getting kind of late. Caitlin's tired. She had worked for, like, 16, 24 hours the day before and, like, took a nap, and then we left. Mm-hmm. So she was tired. She's like, well, I want to go back to the hotel, or I'll then nap in the car, and you guys hang out, and then I'll drive back after you're drunk. Well, apparently in Pennsylvania, you don't have to do that, because you just find a pretty cool bar, uh-huh. you have a beer, and the bars will sell you beer to go. What? So we each got a 12-pack and left the bar. <laughs> what? Yeah, it blew my mind, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, that's what the TG means yeah, on took the board. A, yeah. <laughs> I've been like wondering what that means. That, that's why I, that's why I do my secret notes. That's why you get to write your section. I have my section. It keeps the conversation like, interesting. What's beer's TG? Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking crazy, dude. So we get back to the hotel. She goes upstairs. Um, we're hanging out down in the lobby. And we just, this lady's working by herself. Yeah. Poor soul. And just sitting behind the desk, comes out, watches a little TV with us for a second, goes back in the office, does something, stands at the desk for a minute, just keeps making like this three-point circle Yeah, for a little bit. Like, we finish one beer, because it takes a while, the first one we're just chatting, and uh, we go up to her and we're like, so, how do we get into the pool? We know it's closed, but how do we get in? Yeah. <laughs> so, eventually, after we bother this lady enough for a good 45 minutes and have another beer, she's like... <laughs> If it's not unlocked, because I don't lock it, if it's not if it's not unlocked, I didn't see you go in there. So I go check the door with my key. Get in the first door, fine. Second yeah. door's locked. We're like, son of a bitch. So then go back to the front desk where like it's locked. And she's like, all right, well, stop bothering me. And gives us the key <laughs> to get in. So I unlock the door. He goes and gives her the key back. And now we're just sitting in the pool. Like, after it closed at 10, we're in there, like, it's like 10.30. We sat in there till 2. That's fucking <laughs> Just amazing. crushing a 12-pack <laughs> each. Yeah. <laughs> crushing a 12-pack each. Just hanging out, talking. Dude, it was like we um, had seen each other yesterday. It was awesome. That's fucking awesome, dude. So then, Congrats. the next day, he had to go do more work stuff. So, her and I, just being in her, she went to the Chocolate World right there. Because they have that giant... Uh, you know, store just all Hershey stuff. Dude, I legitimately have never even seen a picture of that. Ooh. I've only ever heard of it. She took a couple. I might have some. Cool. But then, um, yeah, so we were in Hershey World, and they have like a, you can only buy it there, a five pound bar of chocolate. It's like 40 bucks. Did right. you do it? I would have, but it was 40 bucks. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so then we took the tour, and like, this tour is awesome. It's like a little ride. You sit in your own cart. And you go through, like, the factory of, like, how we do everything. Yeah. And, like, they have all this plastic stuff that looks so real. You'd think you were actually going through, like, seeing some of the real stuff, like the bars of chocolate getting wrapped and stuff. Yeah. Like, the only thing you could tell was fake was the big milk jugs and, like, the stuff that was closed and was a projector. Everything yeah. else you would have thought was real. Because then they hit you with the smell and they hit you with, like, the little wind of, like, the stuff going by. So, like, the whole time you're like, is that real? Is that really happening? Like, That's are we seeing the real crazy. thing? So that was pretty sweet, and then the next more or after we said goodbye to him, we grabbed some lunch and left. I drove back on the way back. You you snapped me. She was out cold. Like oh yeah, that was a funny picture. Yeah, yeah. She'd be pissed if she knew I sent that to people. (laughs) (laughs) We um, got home in probably an hour extra worth of time, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we paid a dollar fifty in tolls instead of forty five bucks. 
And I was like, I wish you just told me where we were going because I would have got us there for, you know. How did you save $43? A different highway that doesn't pay tolls. Except for one bridge. Fucking crazy. How much longer did it take? An hour and a hour and a half most. That's not bad. No, I'd add, definitely add an hour to save forty five dollars. Forty yeah. forty four dollars. You could have gotten a five pound bar of chocolate for that. Yeah, exactly. Fucking bullshit. Like, right? If y'all didn't pay forty five bucks to get down there, would have had the toll. Would have would have had, had the money. Would have had the chocolate money. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, that's awesome. That sounds like such a good trip. Yeah, my trip definitely I'll wasn't. Say which leads into your trip. Yeah, which definitely wasn't as exciting as we prefaced last week. Uh, it had brother, to be. What's that? It had to be that exciting. Your mom got married for the fourth time. That we know of. That's true. Yeah, she got married. It was fantastic. It was a beautiful wedding. My brother had a meltdown. I almost. I had to reach out to you like some night. Like, hey, are you able to get me from the airport? Because we carpooled. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I was ready to. Whatever. <laughs> the next day, like, of course, the thing is, is like he can just like lose his mind a little bit and be super irrational. Then the next day, act like nothing happened. Uh-huh. You know. And uh, so, like the next day, he hits us up. Su- I'm super fucking hungover, dude. I got shit faced on Saturday. At my mom's wedding, just shit faced. Yeah. We were all drinking. My mom literally had like more beer than was at the Summer Olympics. That's the game Olympics. Retarded. Yeah, fucking retarded. She's like, oh, I don't want anybody to bring anything. Just bring a lot of beer. Fucking tons of beer. This chick brought like 12 big ass bottles of liquor. Nice. Everybody got lit. We were drinking from like 11 in the morning till my brother left at like 8. But then I was up to like two thirty in the morning drinking nice. with my mom and her uh, new husband and um, like his brother or cousin or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't even know half these people. But it was a fucking hell of a time. Cool. And then Sunday, I fucking hated life. Hated life. You can't. I, hate, you can't hate life at Harry Potter World. What's up? Said so you can't hate life at Harry Potter World. Oh yeah. Well, it was before Harry Potter World. On the drive too. Yes. Uh, well, it's an hour forty. So I woke up at like. Yeah, it was about hour 40 from where my mom was. Yeah, I'm pretty um, good at that stuff. So I woke up at probably like 8 o'clock, 8, 8.30 yep. the next morning, just fucking so hungover. And I've mentioned out here, I normally don't get hungover very much. Yeah, you say that, and now every time it's, oh, it's so hungover. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's like, You're it's, old it's, it's dirt, these bro. stories. It's not, gonna, it's not like I'm going to tell the stories about how I didn't get hungover, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> dude this was so bad <laughs> so bad and it's so awful because i'm sitting there my brother ditched out to go back to my mom's house so i was i was just stranded at my mom's beach house for a wedding which wasn't that big big of a deal Oh, okay now i got you yeah so i sat there and i just like i crashed on the porch of this fenced this fenced in porch Listening to the ocean. There's nothing wrong with that in Florida. Because it's oceanfront. Yeah. And, like, literally, I just sit up, and the ocean's 30 feet in front of me. Yeah. Remember? Like, it was amazing. Remember when uh, a bunch of us went down to Florida? Yeah. Pretty sure I told that story about yeah. how I was down on the beach all night. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I slept on the porch there, too. Fucking amazing. Right outside on the really balcony. Cool. <laughs> oh, our, we did, it didn't there. I mean, it was, it was perfect. Was, but, like I said, I went to bed at, like, 6.30. The sun was already up, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, so that happened, woke up on the porch at like five in the morning, freezing, went inside, because it's, it's still March at this oh, yeah. point, you know, it's, you know, 45 it's degrees, with the, like, with, that's insane, you know, and that morning was just insane, but then, of course, my brother 
tries hitting me up. My mom's beach house had no service, so he ends up like Facebook calling my sister. And that's when I actually got up when my sister's like, hey, Shane wants to know if you're uh, still going to Harry Potter one. It's like, what the fuck, man? Last night, I was looking to see if I could get a ride home from the airport when we fly back. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Classic. So I'm also the kind of guy that I'm not going to carry drama on. Mm -hmm. So fucking throw that aside, carry on, whatever. So we went to Harry Potter World, had a hell of a time. He doesn't ride roller coasters. So it was fun, but at the same time, I was like, ugh, are you serious? So you just split up. Literally, I just rode on this roller coaster with eight-year-olds. Woo! (laughs) Roller coasters are scary, man. And you won't go in there. I want to go to, I do want to go to, uh, like, the real Six Flags, though. Which like like the six flags? Yeah, that one rocks, dude. Uh, King Dika or whatever. Yeah, all of them. Um, so yeah, I was only in Florida for like two days. Yeah, Uh, that's how long I was in Pennsylvania. That's about how long I want to be in Florida. Ah, I could do a little longer in Florida or Pennsylvania. Florida, because I could do longer in Pennsylvania, but I fucking hate Florida. Well, yeah, it's a nursing home. The whole state. It's awful. It's a raining, disgusting nursing home. Uh-huh. Okay, but we've rambled on way too long, and I'd really like to get into the meat and taters. Oh, yeah, we, show. we are supposed to talk about something else. Yes. So this upcoming Sunday, and this is going to date us 100%, uh, this upcoming Sunday is WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And as myself, a longtime wrestling fan... Mm-hmm. Big time of the year. It's like the one time I actually make sure that I can watch WrestleMania more than I make sure that I can watch the Super Bowl. It's the equivalent it slash is, same thing. Exactly. Depending is, on which one you like. Yes. If you like football, then you're all excited about the Super Bowl, right. which is a good waste of six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're going to enjoy wrestling and you want to watch WrestleMania, yep. it's the same amount of time now, it's if not pre- longer. This is a nine-hour show that's stupid coming up this like i am like i'm beyond myself i'm like i don't want to watch this for nine hours uh coming up on sunday i don't know if that's pre-show and a whole bunch of news yeah. before it probably a bunch of nonsense um, but where i think it has the edge over the super bowl for me is 90 percent of the time i'm a dolphins fan i'm not going to really have any investment in the super bowl yep. whereas wrestlemania I'm watching this every year. It's a culmination of, it's called a season of wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, because a new season pretty much starts the Raw the after next day. WrestleMania. Exactly. They, they, fin- they do like a couple more jabs to end storylines, mm-hmm. or if it's going to be an extension, which is really easy to do. Yeah. Because it's, I'd say this is the Super Bowl where really, really big things happen. And then what's six months from now? September, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. So right around SummerSlam is the midpoint. So you're either going to have everything already tied up from WrestleMania mm-hmm. and something new starting to build, and this is where it's going to break again. Yeah. So you have that cycle. And then you have the Royal Rumble, which is the real amp up yeah. for these next, three, these next three months. You're going to see a lot of crazy yeah. shit to be finished at WrestleMania. Yeah, because that's with the rest of, with Royal Rumble. That's the first time that you actually have something that guarantees a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, with you know whoever wins that gets the title shot. Blah 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 blah. Which, uh, with your thing here that we're yeah. answering already. Yeah, 
on the board. What is WrestleMania? Yeah. Like you said, it's the Super Bowl and everything. What I found interesting, because the plan was to watch the first 10 WrestleManias, talk about them this year. Turns out that takes a lot of time. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> so anyway, we got through four or five of them each. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, next year we'll just do five and we'll, we're still on schedule. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but um, We've got a six-year plan. Yeah, exactly. Everybody we're, looks we're, for those we're five, ready to go. plans. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Talking about WrestleMania. 29. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be my new answer if I... <laughs> next time somebody asks me. But, um... What was I going to say? It seems like with the ones we watched, because when you look at all the different pay-per-views on mm-hmm. the WWE Network, they only go back so far. Yeah. But WrestleMania 1 is definitely one of the furthest back. Yeah. 84, it, I yeah, want to say. 83, 84. 4 or 5. Yep. And, like, as you move forward, more and more pay-per-views start to happen. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is throughout those WrestleManias, there is all of the different pay-per-view main event things built in. Mm-hmm. Um, was it the second one is when they do the big battle royale? Uh, oh, or is it the first uh, the, one? The tournament? No, the like they actually had a giant battle royale that Andre the Giant won. And now, so at WrestleMania, they do the Andre the Giant battle royal. Yeah. So... But that's basically a battle royal is just a crazier Royal Rumble. Yes. So yeah. they you know they altered all start that. in the ring. Yeah. So they yeah. altered that to make the Royal Rumble pay per view. Mm-hmm. They WrestleMania four did the tournament, which eventually was the framework for King of the Ring, yeah. which is now its own pay per view. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like they had all these things starting at WrestleManias, and we're like, we could just do this. Innovative as fuck, man. Like looking at a lot of the match types that came out. Um, like I hear a lot of people talk about now, like kind of really gimmicky matches and stuff, and they act as if this hasn't been around been around for the last thirty years. Like literally, we watched in WrestleMania two a fucking boxing match. Oh yeah, just straight K- boxing. Yeah, straight boxing. Roddy Roddy Piper and fucking Mr. T. Yep, boxing each other. Like how ridiculous is that? It's, it's insane. But. <laughs> Okay, it was a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. But it's like, please don't pretend like this stuff is new. Right. Like, it, these gimmick the, the matches, gimmicks. you know? I love some of the, some of the gimmicks, though. Now, yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, when I watched religiously, and I bring this one up, this point up again, mm-hmm. where, or not this exact one, but so many matches I remember involved the Big Boss Man. Okay. Like, he wasn't my favorite. He wasn't that great of a wrestler. He's great memorable, though. character, though. Yeah. And he was in that kennel match with Al Snow. Yeah. <laughs> where they put a steel cage around the ring and a hell in a cell around it and then filled it with dogs. Yeah. Like, like, that's as gimmicky as fuck. But it's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yes. The Inferno matches, all that nonsense. Yep. It's just all Lights nonsense. shit on fire. Uh, and even getting into something classic like a casket match. Like, oh yeah! Like that's tech. Like if you take and look at that from the outside, yeah. As someone who doesn't watch wrestling, it's like that's super gay. Like that's that's really stupid. Yeah. Uh, but as a wrestling fan who watched The Undertaker and watched his feuds and stuff like that, 
you got amped every time a casket match or was buried alive or buried alive was yeah. was announced because you don't know like you're sitting there you're like oh undertaker's got the freaking advantage then you watch it and then like nine fucking dudes come out toss him in and are like holding them down while people are shoveling dirt on yeah him. you know it was like you never really knew what to expect and that's the beauty about wrestling you know it's it's predetermined it's not a big deal but sometimes if they do it really well you don't know where it's gonna go and like any great show that keeps you coming back for more you know it's like i wouldn't be into the breaking bad if i knew where it was going all the fucking time you know um i'm not quite sure where ignore all my circles you're talking (laughs) uh so yeah like the predictability and unpredictability is really what makes wrestling go around you can sit there and i know for the last couple of years a lot of the events leading up to right i thought that thing was just coming in the house (laughs) i got real nervous for your computer and us (laughs) i I like how you said my computer first well it's it's closer to the the wall like that's where it was coming in it might have stopped and just hit the computer not us i was going like it would have been computer us guitar. Oh, TV. I thought you were talking about this. Oh Thank no, you for having this in yeah, your mind. Yeah, that one. Uh, okay. Uh, the last couple of years have been super predictable in terms of like maybe it hasn't had the greatest uh, build up to WrestleManias, but like when it, when you were looking at the card like a week beforehand, yeah. you're like winning, winner, 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 not winning, winner, question, winner, winner, maybe one that it's like mm, this could go any way. And for me, watching through some of these earlier uh, WrestleManias, having, I mean, having not really been alive or been watching the product, it was really interesting to be watching and not really knowing where it was going to go. Now, two questions. Yeah. (laughs) We kept going when I said I had a question. Okay. So to rewind a little bit, you were saying how you're not as shocked as you could be with WrestleMania. Was the last big shock Undertaker's loss? No, I wasn't that cold shocked. Cold noise, cold noise, cold noise. <laughs> <laughs> no, thinking, I, thinking, I, wasn't thinking. That, I wasn't that shocked. Uh, that you, one guy you, was. You, right, that bug-eyed motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I wasn't that shocked, but at this point, it's... I don't know. A lot of things are so telegraphed, and like, it, was, it had to have been coming at some point, you yeah. know? And if there was someone that was going to take him down, Brock Lesnar probably could have taken him down. And if you watch the match... Like, Undertaker was in bad fucking shit. Yeah, he looked like he was going to die. Yeah, like, he was in bad shit. Like, he was about to be undertook. (laughs) Like, when he lost... Undertaken. (laughs) You could have been sitting there thinking, like, all right, he got hurt or something. He did. He got, like, three concussions or something in that match. Like Probably, like, six broken ribs. He got fucking effed up. (laughs) And so they had to, like, make an audible or something. Or... Brock is just Brock's a fucking beast, dude. Like, oh, yeah. he's he's like gonna go back to UFC and probably kick some more ass. Yeah, but the thing is, that's what made the Undertaker so great, especially at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You have somebody that you know physically is just gonna beat the shit out of him yeah. in real life, and you know throughout wrestling, and the Undertaker just didn't take that at WrestleMania. He knew yeah. it was WrestleMania. Yeah, like Shawn Michaels is Mister WrestleMania. No. It was Undertaker. <laughs> like, not because he did all these greater things, but with the un- like being undefeated, they mm. should have kept that going. And if they wanted to ruin it, that's why he retired and he's done. 
Yeah. And now he's coming back for this one? Fucking stupid. It, it might be. This has been a really weird lead up for this with John Cena basically coming out every week and calling him a coward. Like legit drop the yeah, C yeah. word. Uh, like last week and no response. It's just something like going into this Sunday, you don't even fucking know if that match is going to happen. Yeah. Which is so crazy. And this has been such a good year for like every match could kind of go either way. Yeah. With the exception of like two or three matches. And with NXT now having a big show, one of their biggest shows the night before yeah. every year, like that card is stacked and I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. This is this has been one of the best years for a buildup um, in recent memory. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm super excited for this Sunday. I can't wait to watch it. I don't want to watch nine hours of it, but I'll watch four hours of the main show. Perfect. But um, I did want to... What's up? No, keep going. I was just going to say, I did want to talk about like the big things that I saw between... Uh, between, like, the differences between... Like one, two, three, and four, and now, like watching okay. wrestling now. Yeah, I thought for sure with my memory of thinking about big old hosses just kind of beating on each other, and every now and again you'd have a technical match that'd be bored out of my mind watching some of the earlier WrestleManias. Okay, and to the contrary, I was more entertained watching some of these matches than I've been watching recent matches. Yep. And I tried for like a couple of days to figure out why, and I like I thought of a couple of different reasons and differences between then and now that made me enjoy it just way more, even if it wasn't as fast paced or technical or ex- as exciting. Yeah. Like, do you notice watching those? Like, even just the referee added so much to these matches. Okay. Definitely. Like, so much. Like, the the referees had so much character back in these first couple of WrestleManias. And I'm sure that extends to the first 10, 15, 20, whatever. How far out, yeah. I don't know how far it, what out do, it goes. Yeah, I'm excited we, to find out. We were watching those for this. Yeah. Um, but I came over, and we jumped into, like, the middle of, like, 21, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was still a thing. And yeah. Definitely, when you go to that, like, it's bringing me to something, we, like, we watched that video where this guy, his jokes about it, and it's hilarious, where you're yeah. a producer, and you just camera cut, camera cut, camera cut, zoom, 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 camera cut. Yeah. And <laughs> I was even able to do that with one, two, three, and four. Yeah. Like, with the camera cuts. It's so weird to, like, be able to go back that far and be like, this is new. <laughs> the difference no. is... They would go nowadays. Camera cut. Camera cut. Camera cut. Camera cut. Camera cut. Camera cut. Mm-hmm. What, was, what was that one? Twenty-seven seconds. Forty-two. Camera, camera cuts. cuts. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. One every like, half a second. I, we literally every half second. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we watched it, and I was nauseous Diz- by the dizzy. end of that. Yeah. yeah. So when you go back to watch one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. and even to twenty-one, which still isn't half a second. Or, like, quarter of a second. And, like, this one is lasting a second and a half. Where you go back to one, two, three, and four, there's, like, five seconds between camera cuts. Which I think is why you have that referee amped up Mm -hmm. to also be a character in the ring. Because it's always set far back. It's, like... So most of the them... The hard cam. Yeah, like, happen in... Like, when you watch hockey, you Mm -hmm. have that one camera they stay on 
maybe 75% of the time that just kind of goes back and forth with the puck and the action. Right. And that's what you got with old WrestleManias where they were like, here's everybody in the ring. Here's the whole ring. You're seeing what's happening. Yeah. And like thinking about that and relating that to the WrestleManias, uh, the WrestleManias that we watched, uh, you actually were able to do a very good job because we were sitting there watching. You're like, and camera cut and camera cut, you know, but it's like you were nailing it because back then it wasn't just this superfluous camera cut after camera cut after camera cut. It was camera cuts to no, it was it, a like, slam. accentuate the action. Yeah, it was a slam, show this view. guy's bad face. Exactly. Or we need to get, for, like this angle, like you said, for a better view of what's actually happening. Yeah. It wasn't hopping around every half a second, two seconds. It was maybe every five, six, seven seconds to just give you a better angle of what was going on. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh my God, look at the same fucking move from nine different angles. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Another thing I, I noticed, even with um, like the bigger plotting guys, like I talked about earlier with like, so you got like George the Animal Steel. Oh god! And I love you that got guy. like King Kong Bundy. Yeah. Okay. So these guys aren't big. They don't I think move. They, they, don't they have... had a match in one of them that we watched. Probably. I think the two of them actually <laughs> probably wrestled. one. It was one or two. Uh, they are big and they aren't super fast and they don't have these great moves. But like the announcing back then was just. A thousand times better. That, that's the why they call that little room the gorilla. Like that guy's a fucking legend. God damn, dude! Like absolutely insane. Um, the announcing in these matches was through the roof. Like sometimes when they actually did the camera cut back to show whoever whoever was on that baseball guy, that chick, Jesse Ventura, and then the other dude. Oh, Gorilla I, Monsoon, Jesse yep, Ventura, yep. and that random fucking guest they would have for no reason yeah. at all. Yeah. Back in the old ones. Okay, so sometimes that was hella awkward when they're on camera. Yeah. But, like, when you're watching the matches and they were just calling these shots, like, I was so invested. Yeah. I, and these are matches that happened 30 fucking years ago. Well, that's definitely the gorilla that was doing that. Gorilla Monsoon. Because Jesse, Jesse was just like, like what I do to you on the show. Like, he'd be like, oh, and he's got him up in the air. He's going to slam him. And then this. And Jesse's just like, well, you didn't fucking see that, did you, gorilla? <laughs> what I liked about Jesse was, like, he kept, through the course of three WrestleManias, he kept using pretty much the same line. But I laughed every single time. Oh, he's yeah. like, isn't that what... Uh, what are you saying? You would never do that, Gorilla? Didn't you do that back in 1932 when you were facing Bruiser? And I was just like, I've heard this ten times. And oh, yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, I liked it. It's like every other match he said. it. And uh, they included so much background for the characters. Oh, yeah. The, it, like, in that while keeping up with the action, that it's just like, man, it was, it's so sad that that was such a big sigh of relief over the crap I hear now. Yep. Like... I could watch wrestling now just muted. And it'd would, be better. It, it would probably be better. <laughs> it, like, it's obnoxious, but um, those That's actually like, going to tie into something I want to talk about a yeah. little bit later. Okay. I don't remember what, but uh, we'll wrap around to it. Somehow. Also, real quick, talking about Jesse Ventura, that motherfucker had the most ridiculous costumes for I don't know how many. For Wrestle- sitting at a table. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many WrestleManias he. Uh, he hosted or talked on, but every single fucking time it showed him WrestleMania one, 
ridiculous costume. I think I don't know if they got more ridiculous or more toned down, but they did both at the same time. I, right? How do you do that? <laughs> like, I would see him the next year and be like, well, that's over the fucking top. Is that worse than last year? Right. Like, I couldn't figure it out. And by, like, WrestleMania 4, I was like... I kind of dig all of his outfits. Like, I wasn't even upset. Right. Like, I was looking forward to seeing his style and be like, all right, I can dig that. I can't Fuck. wait to see, like, as we continue to watch these, yeah. when he stops commentating. Uh-huh. Because then we have to find that many people to just go, is Jesse the Body Ventura commentating? <laughs> like, for like when, for Halloween? No, WrestleMania next year. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's in New Jersey. Yeah. So let's get a bunch of people together to go to New Jersey for WrestleMania uh-huh. up in the nosebleeds, and we'll just sit as Jesse the Body Ventura every year <laughs> as he commentated. <laughs> like, the first outfits from Dumb and Dumber, yeah. the next ones he was wearing. Oh, my what? God, you're so right. The like, cow he... pants and oh the tuxedo top or something. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking, he had this, this like, snakeskin fucking cheetah jacket. Like, what the fuck? With a boa. I love With it. With this feather boa. Like, just... Oh my god! Tell me so that wouldn't be fun. Because I, oh, yeah, because I when I went to WrestleMania down in Atlanta, people Talk were definitely dressed up, dude. It was fucking sweet. No, I'll save that for the end. That'll okay. be a good finisher. Okay. Which yeah, I'm so you jealous you've been to one. But when, I can't when, wait when to they actually meant something. Yeah. So uh, we'll that's go, let's go that, here. Well, that's a lot about my stuff. Um, now we did have a couple of moments in the first four that we wanted to talk about. Uh, and the first one was going to be the uh, the culmination of WrestleMania one, mm-hmm. which was going to be Mr. T and Hulk Hogan versus Paul Orndorff, yep. and uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. But hold on, let's wrap back to what you said. What is WrestleMania yeah. and how it's the Super Bowl of there's a culmination of the season and going into the next one. Mm-hmm. A couple questions on that and the statement statement. Um. <laughs> Statement first, perfect. <laughs> so what they did was they were taking this pop culture, like Mr. T, Cindy mm-hmm. Lauper, all these iconic people of time, yeah. of that era, and like pull all these new fans in to try to get them to like wrestling. Like eventually, in some way, somehow, my great grandmother watched wrestling religiously. Yeah, like right around this time, which makes me wonder. Because nowadays, they have the network, and they have all these dumb fucking shows. Yeah. Every single wrestler is on all social media. It's super easy to follow. Like, it's too easy to follow. There's no key fob anymore. Or fob, whatever you call it. You know, Kayfabe? Yeah. The, that's not fun. Yeah. Where before, they had to go into town and stay in different hotels on the different end of town because they didn't want to see good guys and bad guys together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Way cooler. So, how easy... Was it to follow back then, like WrestleMania one, and two, and three, and four, and five? Like, was it on TV once a week, every other week? Do you oh, know? I, dude, I think um, I don't know for sure, but it wasn't nearly as much time as you have right now. Of course, because you're looking at three to like seven hours of programming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, but even Monday, if it was one, even if it was once a week, because. Mm-hmm. They filled those arenas pretty fucking good for WrestleMania. Holy fuck. I couldn't believe it. And also another thing, going back to my then versus now, mm-hmm. like they had stars. They had Liberace, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, that's what I was they saying about fucking, bringing the people to the time. Fucking Ray Charles. Who do they have now? Pee Wee Herman. Flo Rida. Yeah, Snooky. Like, these are all the ones where I was at it. it was, Pee Wee Herman, that was, that was fantastic. Paul Rubens, I love that guy. <laughs> Snooki, I could have done without, but amazing, we had a blast when she came out. Amazing guy, but you're looking at two completely different 
levels of stardom. You're going oh, from yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. mainstream, everybody recognizes and likes, and now I hear Flo Rida, my fucking eyes roll out of my head. Yep. Like, you literally got the lowest tier celebrity that you could. Instead of pushing for the top, Yep. like the biggest celebrity they get is the fucking rock. And that's because he'll, he'll always he'll always have always a come fucking home. place. <laughs> yeah. He'll always have a fucking place. And it's like, all right, well, I see where the money went this yeah. year, you know? You know what drives me nuts? What's that? Is the fact they brought this person got their ass kicked a bunch of times in. There's no place for Ronda Rousey in the WWE. You know she lost like twice, right? In the WWE? No, total. That's what I said. <laughs> Did you say she got her ass kicked a bunch of times? No, twice. <laughs> but you said a bunch of times. <laughs> Even if I did it twice is a lot. <laughs> We're going undefeated for like 15 years. That's not that bad. Fuck her. <laughs> I, I'm actually really interested to see where that's going because uh, outside of her like first two appearances, it's actually been really pretty entertaining it also doesn't help that i only watch two pay-per-views a year yeah uh royal rumble and wrestlemania yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but that's you know that's the allure of wrestlemania like you can go an entire year without watching watch wrestlemania and not care about not having watched the rest of the year like it's like the super bowl how many people watch the super bowl that watched more than maybe two games or none or none yeah like everybody watches the super bowl Everybody watches WrestleMania, if you have any interest in wrestling at all. Ever. Yeah. yeah, Ever in your life. You haven't watched any pay-per-view outside of WrestleMania for 20 years since the Attitude Area era? Who cares? You can still watch WrestleMania. Not a big deal. That's like when I went to WrestleMania. Yeah. (laughs) I hadn't watched in years. (laughs) Nobody that went me has watched in years. Yeah. We just went because it was a 30-minute drive. And it was probably a fucking And right around my birthday. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm thinking once we get up there in the levels, because we did, I think we're sticking to one through four for this one. Yeah. So once we finally get up to that one, yeah, that'll be just one year, one whole episode. Okay. We'll, we'll get Josh in here. We'll get Brian in here. And oh, we'll talk man. about it. Oh, yeah. We had that's, a good we had a good crew. That's a good crew of people to watch <laughs> WrestleMania with. Oh, oh especially man. when we start drinking beers and we go to the Tilted Kilt beforehand, which is an upgraded Hooters. Mm-hmm. And we have this old lady... You know, in front of us, loving everything we do. A bunch of fucking 25-year-old men hanging out together, drinking beer. So involved in the match. Yeah. Fucking 600 feet away in the nosebleeds. And then the lady in front of us yelling at us because we're swearing in front of kids. our kids. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was a good, it was a good whole section. Oh, man. I cannot wait for next year. But let's get into this. You said this for a second. We yes. started getting into that. The main event of one. Yeah. Mr. T. Hogan, Piper Orndorff. Uh, I don't know exactly what led up to this because, like I said... That goes back to my question. How easy access, like, why was Mr. T all of a sudden at WrestleMania in the, the, you know, the top with Hulk Hogan and shit? As someone 30 years later watching, I didn't give a shit. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? But you're <laughs> like, like, oh, it's Mr. T! Like, in my head, I'm like, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan? That makes a great pairing. Yeah. Piper order. Okay, I can buy that. Like, that makes sense. Like, in my head, that's a compelling match. Uh, you know, granted, Mr. T's probably going to be a hot pile of trash mm-hmm. in the ring. Which, he wasn't. No. He wasn't that bad. And, like, his energy, like, he was yanking those ropes. He was using the tag rope. Yeah. Which you pointed out. You're like, oh, that's 
that's cool. They got a tag rope. And I'm like, they still do. (laughs) They're supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) They're supposed to. And that's another thing. Like, Mr. T was using the tag rope. I don't see half the people nowadays using the tag rope, which is crazy because I fucking see the tag rope right there. I know know how it works. (laughs) I know what that's for. (laughs) You can't use it for half the match and not for the other half. That's dumb. Uh, But that ended up being a really good match. Mr. T uh, and Hogan ended up winning that because Piper and Orndorff had... Uh, what the fuck is Bob Orton? Yeah, uh, Cowboy, Cowboy Bob. Bob. Bob came off the top and smoked Orndorff in the back of the head accidentally with his cast. Yep, and uh, Orndorff had no fucking clue what was going on. Yeah, fucking Piper powdered out, ran to the back, and okay, entrances now are long. Jesus Christ, what was that, a maze that they had to run through? <laughs> that they had to come in in fucking scooters and well, shit? Yeah. Well, I was gonna God say, damn. This, this cracked me up. Um, two things, actually, differences between now and then. They would cut to pre-recorded, like, locker room scenes. Dude, this was so funny. Which would crack me up, because they'd cut, like, from the first guy, yeah. and the two would walk past... And then they'd come out and talk. Yeah. So you know it was pre-recorded and everything, but whatever. But, but like, they pretended like it wasn't. Like, they'd yeah. be like, no, to get back to me and Gene to talk to these guys. And it's just like... But we just saw them. There's 0% chance that these guys are talking right now. Yeah. And then... <laughs> so they, they'd get into the ring. And then, like you, you like we were saying, the entrances weren't, or like, are long now and they weren't before. Right. Dude, there was no entrances. Like no, but it took half, half of them didn't even have music. It took yeah, it took from the all of WrestleMania one to get to Hulk Hogan when that I song fucking started. Like, American. dude, I I ramped up so dude, fucking you high, got so high just when because. You heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like he somebody's finally got a real entrance, and of course it's Hulk Hogan. But Fight it's just like that's life. ridiculous. But then <laughs> my second thing for differences is looking at Cowboy Bob Orton, yeah, and looking at Randy Orton, dude. Like, look at the difference just in their physique. Obviously, if Cowboy Bob hit the weights and did the steroids like Randy, yep. they would look the same. But the fact that he didn't have to and he was just a big fucking dude. Yeah. Like, that's he, awesome. He was a giant guy. And that actually got me thinking, too. Like, you bring that up. And through the course of these four episodes, this is a big time of steroids, right? Yeah. But, like, looking at these guys, it was kind of weird to look at them and be like, they legit only did steroids and lifted weights. They did no cardio. Like these well, were duh. these were like kind of fat guys. Cardio like, sucks. Like pretty much all of these guys were on the heavier side, not muscle wise. Like, I know. Yeah, they were jacked, but they were like kind of fat. Yeah. Like look at Don. So I still have a chance. Like that's cr- <laughs> you still have a chance. <laughs> and the ravishing Rick Rude. So you're telling me? Yeah, I have a chance. Okay, ravishing ravishing Rick Rude is fucking. That is an exception to this. I that love- man was fucking caught. Yeah, I, I think also that love was how is basically just stole from him. Oh yeah, Rick Rude, man. God damn, that guy was a beast. Holy shit! Like actually thinking about these four, these four that we watched, I think he was like the most jacked guy. Yeah, if we didn't have these trips, this would be a very great episode of in-depth WrestleMania stuff. Yeah. Like we put a lot of stuff in before this. Yeah, well, so, this is just a great bonus. Yeah. <laughs> now WrestleMania two. Cutting from WrestleMania 1, um, we went to WrestleMania 2, and the most memorable thing that I remember from there... Is it, it being obnoxious? It, it being obnoxious that it kept cutting from place to place. Yeah. Did you watch yeah, Raw I did watch 20? It. 
I think. I, I think it was Raw 20 or Raw 25 mm-hmm. uh, a couple the months ago. The 25 year? Or the twenty the anniversary thing? Yeah. No, Where I didn't. It took place at the Barclays Center and at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Okay. It literally, oh, I remember this, you saying that. This Raw literally just kept hopping back and forth from a venue. Yeah. And the big thing I took away from that was, like, everyone at the Hammerstein was super pissed because they watched, like, 90% of the show on a fucking screen. Yeah. They spent, like, 400 500 bucks for a ticket yep. to just watch a TV. Yeah, that'd be obnoxious. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, they got the DX and the Click Reunion. Yeah. And they got The Undertaker, but that's, like, all they fucking got. Now, imagine WrestleMania 2 being set across three different arenas. Okay. Three and, different and, arenas? Yeah. Three different states and three different time zones. Which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> imagine dumb. the fucking balls on Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah, WrestleMania 1? That, oh, it's fantastic. Knockout. Let's do it across the state. Yeah, let's do WrestleMania too many venues. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I see what you no. did there. Oh, WrestleMania too many venues. I think that one was headlined by uh, Hulk Hogan versus Zeus. Not Zeus. Hercules. Maybe. The dude, like the super jacked yeah. steroids. The battle royal. Fucking chains on him. Yeah. Like, I don't remember anything from WrestleMania 2. The battle royal. I don't even remember that. And I think it was Mr. T and Piper was the third main event. Oh, yeah. Because each was the boxing match, each, right? Yeah, each section. I watched each, that. Each arena had their own main event, and then they went to the next one. Yeah. So it's like, all right, here's your two hours. We're going to cut to Chicago. They'll get two hours, and then we'll go to L.A., and they'll have two hours. Yeah. But, like, in between, they were cutting between the three and, like, the announcers. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. It, it was so dumb. It was full of all of those backstage vignettes that we talked about that were clearly pre-recorded and they pretended they weren't. Uh, I got introduced to this guy called Big Slick or whatever, that manager, that uh, super skinny black guy that was... Oh, Mr. Slick. Mr. Slick. Dude, I've all never right. heard of that guy before, but he's in like the, this and the next two wrestling yeah. videos that I know of. And every time he comes on the screen, I'm like... I love this guy. That's a, that, I was saying, that's another thing. Uh, if we're going to make differences between way back then and oh, now, yeah. okay. the fucking announcers even get their own little section of introduction oh, instead of now it's like, and here is, well, easier for me, like Matt and Jeff Hardy with Lita. Now, it was like, Matt and Jeff Hardy, blah, 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 blah. Lita, blah, 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 their manager. <laughs> and to take it even further, everybody had a fucking manager. <laughs> like, everybody. Like, Jimmy Hart managed 14 f- people. 40 people. Like, legit. Like, three tag teams, 40 singlers, single wrestlers. Yeah. Then you got Big Slick. You got Bobby the Brain. Fucking Mr. Fuji. Yeah. Like, everybody was managed by someone. And I thought... That actually is really awesome. Right. I wish that that was something that could be incorporated into today because with how much people can talk and how scripted shit is, yeah. it wouldn't be a bad idea to have one person that could voice for everybody and then they could have their own you know, tidbit or whatever. Well, see, but that um, was crazy. Like I would literally see Jimmy Hart. The next match, Jimmy Hart would come back out in a different fucking outfit. That was and then he would come out... A third time, two matches later, I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. This is insane. What's funny is to see how young he is 
and like compared to like how you remember like I remember Jimmy Hart a certain way, especially with the big mullet and the curl on the bottom. Yeah, he like he kind of had that started, but it wasn't as bad, and he didn't have like the age in his face. Yeah, it's nuts to see like just that difference of people who are still involved in wrestling <laughs> and like you know what I mean. Like imagine you know how shitty Mark Martin looked like even ten years ago, yeah. right? Okay, now like that's how Jimmy Hart looks right now. Yep, but like. 30 years ago, he looked like you. Yeah. Or it looked like me. And it was so weird to see that little co- stupid coif and the fucking mohawk and the fucking megaphone. Yeah. And now you see him, this same exact outfit, same hairdo, same glasses, Just but old. looks like Mark Martin. Yeah. Just old. <laughs> yep. <laughs> fucking awful. Uh, so WrestleMania 2 was out of the four that we watched, and I don't even know if I watched all of number four. But it was my least favorite. Yeah, and it was only because of venue cuts. If that was all in one, that was all in one cohesive, like arena and whatnot. Like that would have been fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. There was so much going. Like there was so much going on. Like that would have been three main events under one roof. The fact that they had to cut it and you went from something awesome to like the start of a card again. You're like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, so we've got, that brings us on to number three, and do you want to talk about that for a second? Well, no, actually, I wrote it as a question, which is pretty easy to follow. Okay. But we'll wait on that if you're looking at something, and we can just, we were no, talking no. about the gimmicks, or did we bring up the midgets? No, I'm just uh, catching them up, yeah. up on something real quick. Because Hillbilly Jim versus King Kong Bundy with two midget buddies on each team, mm-hmm. That's there's no reason for a six-man tag match with four midgets. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I found it highly entertaining. I was very entertained, but there was no reason for it. There was zero. Like there was no reason. Like the, okay, so that midget match is one of the ones that I wish I had a backstory, but I'm glad I didn't. Right. Because like I didn't need a backstory. All I know is they cut back to one of those backstage pre-recorded interviews, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, why does Hillbilly Jim have two midgets with him? And then, like, next thing you know, fucking King Kong Bundy has two midgets with him, too, wearing that stupid black singlet. Yep. Like, at the same time, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And I messaged you, and you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> actually, that's actually if we talk about those little interviews before the matches, I kind of like those. And that, yes. I was, you know, it's, I don't know if it's because there's all those questions that arise watching it 30 years later, not knowing whether or not people were watching it every week and got to see the build-up like we yeah. see now. Saturday, Saturday night main event or whatever. All that, yeah. So it's just, it seems super random now. And like getting that quick little jab at the beginning like mm-hmm. where they say those things, it's like, all right, that's pretty helpful. Where now I don't feel like they do that. Yeah. And, and if they do, it's an hour and a half before when they interview whoever that's in the main event. And you're just like, okay. What I really enjoyed was like, Especially after matches, like going back to WrestleMania one, yep. When after the Orndorff and freaking Piper match, you got Hogan and Mr. T in the back, and Hulk Hogan's fucking they were so ramped up. Like, how do you go fifteen twenty minutes and like okay, Hogan went from like a workhorse, yeah, to like the laziest worker in the entire world within ten fifteen years. Right, I I have never seen somebody sweat like that since I watched you play super hot. I was gonna say, do I put my <laughs> shoes on? <laughs> like that motherfucker was just dripping sweat. His long bald spotted fucking hair drenched with sweat. Mm-hmm. Still 
hyped out of his fucking mind. Yeah. Well, it's the bump of cocaine you do walking back off stage. Oh, okay. <laughs> it gets you right back up to the top. But, man, watching Hogan in an unscripted promo back in the day is just something to behold. It's like watching Macho Man. It's like watching The Ultimate Warrior. Like, those guys were fucking lunatics. Yeah. Like, they had... I don't know how anybody made any sense of what they were saying. Brother. Right? <laughs> and Mr. T's just trying to bogart the entire <laughs> thing. <laughs> Bopping around, just waiting for his turn, and then just jabs in there with some nonsense, too. Absolutely like, insane. All right, so what do you got for a question for me? So my question is, and we've talked about this a little bit off the mics before we did this. Yeah. Is there's two big things at WrestleMania 3. Yeah. That people put on top of their lists, and which one you think's better, mm-hmm. which is Hogan slamming the giant, which seems to be at the top of almost every single list of every great moment of wrestling. Yeah. And then Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. Which one of those, after watching it very recently, yeah. is the better thing? Um, Savage Steamboat. And here's the thing, like, for me, I I think these are two completely different matches, and it calls back to something that I mentioned earlier, was uh, their storytelling in the ring, and then their storytelling by the announcers. Mm-hmm. The Hogan-Andre match was not good. No. Like, well, no match with Andre the Giant was good, if you watch any only, of them. He died, like, four years after this. Well, yeah, but he also, like, couldn't, he also couldn't do anything yeah. because of his giantitis. It, absolutely insane. He could hit you and slam you and pin you. And that's about it. So that wasn't a good match. So when I think about people talking about putting uh, both of these on the top of the best matches of all time, I think people are retarded when they put Hogan and Andre on the top of the list because it's not a good match. Yeah, it's an amazing moment and it's one of the most memorable moments, but it's not a good match at all. Yep. And the Savage Steamboat match was actually a really good match. And that's something that... I really enjoyed on WrestleMania 3 how they they actually kind of recapped everything that happened. Mm-hmm. How, like, uh, Savage broke Steamboat's, like, larynx or whatever, put yep. him out of action, um, you know, kind of stole the belt uh, from him. But then they also built Savage up and that, okay, well, maybe he used underhanded tactics to get the belt, but he's beaten everybody clean since. Yep. So he's a valid champion, right? So there's a lot of these questions up in the air, and it just turned out to be such an entertaining match. Whereas uh, I was, I was only entertained by the Hogan and Andre match because of the announcing. Yeah, and that really drove it home, and I thought that that made it passable, and it drove me to finish watching it, and I thought it was entertaining, even though I knew how how it was going to end because we're 30 years yeah. later, and that's a big moment. Um, I watched the whole thing. And oh, I yeah. thought it was good, but. It's not a good match at all. That was awful. I think that's one of the things, like you said, all these guys are lunatics. Yeah. So I think that kind of eclipses what what helps eclipse the uh, the Savage Steamboat match uh, mm-hmm. compared to the Hogan uh, Giant moment. Because mm-hmm. everybody who thinks Hulk Hogan just thinks great guy who can beat anybody, the real American, like all that stuff. Yeah. Is, and so he's on a pedestal. When you think about Macho Man Randy Savage, your mind first goes to Slim Jims. Oh yeah, and goes to those fucking yeah, goes to those fucking crazy commercials and Mm -hmm. like his crazy outfits and everything. Yeah, and his character takes away from his abilities in the ring. 
and he was one of the best wrestlers in the world. So if like, you can, he was stri- amazing. yeah, if you can strip that stuff, mm-hmm. you're definitely right with the Savage Steamboat thing. Yeah. It's just that the Hogan on the pedestal and the Giant on a pedestal, yeah, like that moment. That's why it gets eclipsed every time. Yeah, and I think honestly, when it comes down to it, uh, between the two, between all four of those people, Steamboat had like the least charisma. Like everybody oh, yeah. really liked Steamboat, but he wasn't as eccentric as savage he wasn't as eccentric as hogan and when you put him up against andre it's like andre's the special one between the two of them so i don't know if that has anything to do with it that where could it's, that could be another reason where it's like when i watch a match and i'm like wow that was an amazing match and somebody looks at it and they're like but that guy's boring yeah you know it's like it takes a lot away from it and it's like come on man just watch the match like I just watched. I don't. I think it was Johnny Gargano and Andrade CNR Almas from an NXT match like a month ago. One of the best matches I've watched all year. But I cannot stand Andrade CNR Almas. I think he's boring as fuck. Yep. So like, if somebody was to watch that and be like, "Oh, that's so boring," you know, that guy's so boring. I don't think they'd give it a chance. But that's the opposite of what I just said. Mm-hmm. Where I think why Ricky. <laughs> The Dragon Steamboat is still such a name mm-hmm. is because he didn't have the charisma, but everybody remembers what he did in the ring yeah. as being, you know, so technical and so good. But I think that that's where it's going to go with Cien Almas. Like, he's talented. He's the champion, yeah. you know, in NXT. Um, it's not, like, levels of... Like, if I were to compare it right now, like, Randy Orton is just so boring as a person, like, as a character, right? Yeah. And in the ring, it's so paint-by-numbers. Yeah. Whereas San Almas, like, I just think he's boring as a character, but he's exciting in the ring and amazing in the ring. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a difference, and I can see the parallels between that and Steamboat. And, like, Steamboat had some really fun, awesome entrances back in the day yep. with, like, Breathing Fire and the Dragon and shit like that. Um, but I don't know how everybody, when you had so many options, how anybody would really be behind him <laughs> gotcha you know what i mean all right let's move on to four and yeah. i want to bring this up to you okay because i've mentioned several times about what was the viewership and how did people follow wrestling mm-hmm. like was it in the newspaper people had to read about it yeah is like you know saturday night main event when did that actually start and all that stuff go on yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so how were all of these people so invested in wrestling Okay, where when WrestleMania 3 happened and Hogan slammed the giant and it was the most fucking craziest thing ever because then he hit the leg drop and then he pinned him Mm -hmm. and beat him for the first time ever, that the next year, that never happened. And the big storyline was whether or not the giant could be slammed and if he could be beat. Well, actually... uh, And I don't know if I clicked, like, missed something while I was watching... Quick touch. Uh, we talked about a tournament. Uh, WrestleMania Four was the fourteen man, man single eliminate uh, elimination tournament. Oh, the framework of King of the Ring. Yeah, yeah, um, perfect. So, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to clear that up because we talked about it earlier. Perfect. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, you gonna answer my question now, or you just... reask it? I was looking at this. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> so. Uh, WrestleMania 3, Hogan Slams the Giant. Yeah. WrestleMania 4, and our, yeah, WrestleMania 3, Hogan Slams the Giant. All the viewership, and how does it lead up into WrestleMania? How do people follow it? How come in WrestleMania 4, we get basically the same storyline as WrestleMania 3 with the Giant? Like never being beaten or slammed or anything else? 
Uh, I don't know. Or am I blending I, two I, WrestleManias together? I and... think you may be blending a couple together um, because I know the big thing that I hear a lot of people talking about right now, especially in like podcasts and stuff that recount you know, WrestleManias or retro wrestling in general, is that the big thing, that big buildup was for three. And, um, like, in reality, they had already faced each other before. Andre's lost. They faced each other in another promotion. It's like, it's so easy, especially back then when there's territories and people might not know yeah, like the results of things that the things that could happen that each individual promotion could just like paint paint, paint their own picture yeah. of reality and stuff. And I'm looking through uh, the results of four because apparently I didn't make it too too far. Like I remember watching Jake Roberts and Rick Rude uh, ending in a draw. Ultimate Warrior Hercules, um, Andre the Giant, and Hulk Hogan ended in a double DQ. Oh, yeah, that was because of the chair stuff. Yes. Yeah. The, the chair stuff that, like, Bobby the Brain brought in. And uh, the big story for WrestleMania four was Randy Savage winning the vacant uh, title and, uh, f- uh, by defeating Ted DiBiase. Yeah, through the King of the Ring yeah. style Basically. tournament. Is that where he became um, Maybe it was, I a kinda, macho king? I don't think so. No? No, I think that's when they actually did a real labeled King of the Ring. Of the Ring. But the thing was... Is I uh, maybe I just zoned out then, and they like play the promo of it not happening, mm-hmm. and so it just seemed like it kind of blended together. Maybe there wasn't like because they started talking about it, and I was like, that that was last year. It's so weird when you're watching four events from thirty years ago, and they all, for the most part, all contain a lot of the same characters. Like I'm seeing Jim Duggan. Yeah, he was in a bunch of those. Don Morocco was in a bunch of those. Andre the Giant, Ted DiBiase was, I think, in two of the ones we watched. One Man Gang, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, I think this was his showing. Oh, yeah, that was showing. fucking sweet. Yeah, <laughs> right? Uh, I saw him Greg in Pittsfield. Greg was a few. Really? Yeah. Uh, they did They cool. did a couple of events at the Boys and Girls Club. That's and I saw him cool. face the Katanka. Really? Yeah. Was that Shopping List dude? What? The dude that had the characters written all over his body. Tatanka, the Indian? Yeah. Who am I thinking of? I have no idea. You remember the guy that had just Japanese characters written all down his body? No. In lines? What? I used to call him the shopping list guy. That's racist. Really? <laughs> uh, so apparently uh, WrestleMania 4 was just the whole tournament. And actually, now yeah, that I mentioned much. that, I should go back and watch that. But TB- Ted DiBiase was just such a great wrestler. He really was. Um, but yeah. I'm very excited. I'm glad that we were able to watch all those. And, you know, going back 30 years and watching these together, it's so easy to kind of blend everything together. But I think those were the big moments coming out of uh, the ones that we watched. Yeah. And I highly recommend anybody, if you got some spare time, you're in the WrestleMania spirit or season, or maybe even save it for next year and get ready for that WrestleMania and start watching through some of these. Mm-hmm. You got 30, after Sunday, 34 WrestleManias. That's. You know, in a couple months, start watching one WrestleMania every week. Oh, God, yeah. That could be cool. I was going to say, that'll get you close to <laughs> the next one. Right. Um, but, yeah. Did you want to tell your little story about when you went to a WrestleMania? or No. We'll save that <laughs> for when that real WrestleMania comes around. Save that up? Woo! All right, Talking man. Talking dirty on. My apologies. <laughs> uh, I'm super excited for this Sunday. You going to be watching Mania? Maybe. I did get invited to a party for the next Saturday. Yeah. For WrestleMania. That's 
weird. <laughs> well, if you don't follow it, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to watch Monday and be like, oh, now I know everything. Oh, man. That's the thing is I don't even, I don't even really watch Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Like, right now I did. Like, I watched Raw on Monday, SmackDown last night. Well, part of SmackDown last night just because I want to know exactly what's going on yeah. running into Sunday. But mainly I just watch – I watch every pay-per-view. Yeah. And – like I can make it. I, really I can feel make like it. That's all you need. I can make it to Saturday without knowing anything about WrestleMania. You don't need to know easily anything about this because there's a video package for every fucking thing that's going to be showing up. Yeah, you know, it's going to be like, all right, well, you're looking into it right now, who's just going to have the best best intra- entrance? Yeah. Well, you get the fifth. You get. I was say you get the 15 minutes of watching the backstory of what happened since yeah. uh, October, yeah. and then <laughs> then they have the match. Like you said, it's all about the entrance. Yeah. Which Triple H does murder every time. Nice. Out of the four that we watched, which would you rate to be the best? Mm, or the most entertaining? Three. Three? I agree. I would say three or one. Yeah. I thought one one was pretty awesome, and I really liked the characters. Even though, dude, I fucking love Cindy Lauper. That voice. When she's singing. <laughs> Holy shit. Her talking voice it's so fucking obnoxious. Yeah, murder, murder her. Jesus Christ. My ears were bleeding. Oh, my God. Thank you, guys, everybody who tunes in every week and gives us a listen. I hope uh, you may be a wrestling fan or may sometime in the past be a wrestling fan and find this highly entertaining. As always, I want to give a quick shout-out to cowbangerbreakfast.bandcamp.com, also known as GlitchCat7. Uh, you can find him over at Twitch. He's pretty awesome. He did our theme song, The Invention of Nerdy Thursday. I want to also give a quick shout out to uh, Brian Betts, Logo Master slash website extraordinaire. He came up with our website, nerdythursday.com, where you can find all of our social media links. So if you want to go check us out on Facebook, like our page on there where we post uh, we post entertaining stuff, I want to say. Uh, we got a pretty good following over there, but we want you over there as well. You can find us uh, over at facebook.com slash nerdythursday. Um, we're on iTunes. Give us a review whatever yeah and for you we're on patreon yep holy shit dude they're shaking the whole house i, I know I'm, I'm watching this sound like it's finished yeah sean sean's just gonna need the dollars on patreon to you know fix his stuff that these guys knock off the shelves so, <laughs> they're tearing up the street out there yeah so everybody that's giving us dollars we appreciate your dollars yeah uh, if you want to give us more dollars like sean said we have our website nerdythursday.com there's a link there or patreon.com slash nerdythursday and if you want to be like Fish Lips J or Stephen Michael and give us a call, again, I know I said it a couple times earlier, but again, that number is 413-418-0076. We would love to hear from you guys. And, uh, yeah, I guess until next week. Keep it nerdy. In 1952, the world was a darker place. There were only six days in the week, not seven like we know today. Everybody walked around wearing clothes that were painted gray And they were sad almost all the time Yeah, they were in Back in 1952, there were six days in the week You could never know which day was the one for you But I do In 1965, somebody came alive and they had a great idea to make a brand new day it was called nerdy thursday and it was
people across the world who play D&D and Magic the Gathering and had land parties and it was their very own day for them. The world was big and cruel and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds And they left the gray old square world behind Nerdy Thursday, you're the man, I hope you'll be my friend